Hello and welcome to the Growth Hacks Ninja podcast. This is Ryan Watson, founder of Growth Hacks Ninja. Well, we got a pretty cool uh, podcast interview for you today. We interviewed uh, the coolest guy in SEO. His name's Chris Reed. Literally, he's coined the coolest guy in SEO. Pretty awesome personal branding there. He's a software engineer uh, from Australia and an extremely passionate entrepreneur. Um, and uh, you get to hear some of his insights on SEO and learn a little bit about how you can win a 200-point uh, SEO site audit from his firm, Adore SEO. It's worth uh, about 100 or sorry, it's worth uh, about uh, $1,500, um, and uh, it's an extremely extensive site audit. It uh, looks over site speed, site architecture, content relevance and accessibility. There's mobile, there's mobile uh, analysis, external link and inbound link analysis. I mean, I could keep going. He goes over click-through rates, bounce rates. He's even going to look at your uh, Google Analytics and Search Console webmaster tool setup, which is extremely uh, important. And, and sometimes those webmaster tools are actually looked over in a lot of a lot of sites. So that's really important. <clears throat> and uh, the uh, SEO audit will also go over domain authority, um, trusted SSL security, and uh, your site's metadata and uh, social media signals and interactions. So it's an extremely valuable thing to win, um, and the link will be in this uh, in the in the description below. Um, and uh, I would highly suggest entering that; it's very valuable. And without further ado, uh, we'll uh, turn it over and we'll start the podcast. Hey, hey, hey! Hey, Chris. Good morning. Well, it's actually good evening in my part of the world. <laughs> so good morning to you. Indeed, indeed. Well, it's good to finally uh, connect. Yeah, yeah. Where, whereabouts are you? I'm in Montana. So, ah, cool. you know, kind of way up north in the upper part of the United States. Yep. I have heard of it. Yeah, you got you to get up here sometime, especially in the summer. It is one of the prettiest places. National par- yeah, yeah. The national parks, Yellowstone and Glacier are just beautiful so yeah yeah that would be nice yeah very cool where are you located what are you doing right now i'm uh, just in our devour office in the philippines mm-hmm. it's in the real southern part of the philippines so we uh we got two offices one in phnom penh cambodia and one here and i kind of flip between the two growing like crazy goodness yeah yeah it's good it's great fun very cool all right yeah. chris well why don't you uh why don't you start off and just give me some background uh, i know you started in australia just give me yep. like Basically, brief overview from how you got there to where you are now. Yeah, so I'm Australian, uh, studied software engineering, uh, moved to London to work in finance, uh, global financial crisis, lost my job like everyone else in finance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it had a big sack of money, so I went traveling around the world and I made an online game for a bit of fun. Uh, when that game was starting to be finished, I like started learning about SEO, how to promote it. Right. And then uh, I moved to Russia with my girlfriend. Uh, Into Russia, woo! Yeah, couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't get a job because I didn't speak Russian. Mm. So tried to make a quid uh, out of SEO, and I did. Very uh, cool. What game was uh, that? What game did you did you create? It was. I was just really learning some web technology. I'm a desktop application sure. programmer, so I wanted to learn web programming. Mm-hmm. So it was really just for fun. It's, it never even got finished, yeah. I feel like those are the best projects. That's kind of how I started yeah. this site. I was just like, I need to learn more. So I'm just going to start a website and interview people I can learn from. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of yeah. the premise. Build it from scratch, learned a lot. For um, sure. Was, you, uh, it's a lot of fun, for sure. When, you, when you're not focused on you know, the end prize or whatever. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just kind of open and you can kind of experiment and tinker. 
I feel like. Mm. Kind of a tinkering thing. How did you become the coolest guy in SEO? I feel like that's like the best. That thing just sticks in my head. It's like a coolest yeah. name. Uh, so one of our customers who's from Nashville, he's a music guy. Sure. So he's like really traditionally cool. And I'm a software <laughs> geek, so he was teasing the, taking the piss out of me. And yeah. Yeah, it got us stuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those for those of you who don't know, uh, uh, when I first you know got emailed from one of Chris's uh, personal assistants, and then I started researching him, all I could see, it's all over the place. It's the, it's you know the coolest guy in SEO. So he's really you're like ranking for that. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a job. Um, very cool. So, uh, what'd you learn from the global financial crisis? If you could uh, shed some light on that, like what are your takeaways? Well, certainly that job security is a thing of the past and something that you shouldn't be hoping to to, to lean on sure. in, in your elderly needs. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I mean, it was a real break for me because, like, I hated working for giant corporations. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I worked on the biggest project in Europe with 400-plus developers. It, it, it was soul-destroying. Like, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter if you work your ass off and do a great job or it doesn't matter if you do nothing no one notices no one cares because you're just a cog in a giant machine you know right yeah it's uh, less control over your life almost yeah for sure well it's you don't matter really Mm -hmm. like look at the financial world it's so huge and so full of bs that yeah who wants to be a part of that really you want to contribute to society (laughs) yeah absolutely tell me about andor Ador. Ador. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Ador. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, our business name, Ador. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we started off as an SEO company, as I mentioned, like developing my game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one thing that's really important with SEO is backlinks. Uh, and a backlink is a link from one website to the no- to another. Like a uh, so, uh, Larry Page, the co-founder of Google, mm-hmm. he figured that. Uh, when you write a thesis, like at university doing your PhD, if everyone references your thesis, well, then you're the real authority on, on that niche, right? And figured, well, it must be the same for websites. If everyone's re- referencing your website and linking to your website, then you must be the authority and you rank better. And that's still the fundamental thing. And so I, uh, being a software engineer, I love building systems and I built a system to build backlinks and manage backlinks for our customers. And it worked really well. And I thought, well, who needs backlinks? Oh, SEO companies do. Mm-hmm. So we started becoming like a SEO outsourcer, primarily in backlinks, right? And we got a team in the Philippines, which is where I am now, and it grew significantly. And yeah, we opened a second office in Cambodia because we wanted to provide more high-end services. So that's like uh, called off-site SEO. Sure. And then on-site SEO is like actually playing with this website and the more right. more technical things. Mm. And for that, you generally need to have uh, higher levels of English and and maybe technical skills. And in the Philippines, that's not so available. They've oh, really? Interesting. The they, they, they have the best uh, levels of English for a non-native English-speaking country. Sure. But for a website, you need... That's yeah. targeting native English speakers, you need to have native level, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
So then that's when the move, the move to Cambodia, when that need was kind of that need kind of arise. Yeah. What uh, what what spurred the the biggest growth? So you're doing SEO for for mostly SEO companies. What was that was that pinnacle point? Like, oh man, okay, we need to we need to grow that need that you needed that more on site SEO was kind of that factor of like, okay, it's time to get bigger and grow. Yeah, I mean, providing more services to existing customers has certainly been a way that's helped us grow. But uh, over the last couple of years, what was the biggest catalyst is a guy who applied for a sales job. And I took him for lunch and went, man, you're a terrible salesman. <laughs> but, <laughs> but his huge project management experience and uh, working with Filipinos, like he lived in Manila for many years. I went, man, you'd be perfect. And so he's now our operations manager and took over so much of my job, which allowed me to focus on sales and talk with customers and, and growing. And that's that's been awesome. And he actually has uh, moved recently in the last couple of months from Cambodia to the Philippines because his, his wife's Filipina and he much prefers it here. And this is this is where the majority of our staff are anyway. So it's, it's great to have him here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, tell me about your, your site audits. So, um, they seem to be, you know, the, the, one of the highest quality, I've, I've done quite a bit of research on, on, uh, on that, that aspect. I was wondering if you could kind of give the audience background and, and what that product is. Um, well, I guess more of what that service is and what value that would provide to, to someone. Let's get really quite technical. I mean, so Google have a ton of different ranking um, signals, you know, everything from uh, how your site loads, your navigation, you know, your readability, you know, spelling and grammar really make a difference. Uh, but navig- navigability, how your internal linkings work, you know, is it easy to find what pages are important, uh, how your outbound links work, who mm-hmm. you're linking to, you know, what neighborhood your website's in, who's linking to you. Like, it, it, it gets really technical. You know, do you have broken links? Do you have uh, four or four pages? You know, at the end of the day, Google is looking to give someone a great user experience. So not only that, uh, you know, if they're looking for a problem and you have the solution, they want to make sure that your website loads fast and, you know, it's enjoyable for the user. Right. If it's not, then, you know, like if you bounce back to Google. So if you search for, you know, Plumber Montana and you come back to Google from the first result you clicked on, well, that's a signal to Google that that result was not what you were after. Mm-hmm. And so in time, it can rank it down. And so that's called a bounce rate. And so it's really important to also look in your audits. So look through your analytics to check that, you know, if people are coming in from one area and they're bouncing out, well, you should really look at that because maybe your landing page is not there. You know, it's like if you're a plumber in Montana, you should be saying, hey, cool, now call my number. Right. So, yeah, so audits are certainly a real technical thing. I mean, we we do two different types. We have what we call a quick wins, mm-hmm. which where we uh, look at the most obvious problems. So they don't take a whole lot of time, well, depending on the quality of your website. The higher quality a website, the sure. harder it is to find issues. But most websites have plenty of issues, so it's it, <laughs> it's quickly to find the most obvious ones. True. And they're the ones that will give you the, the most bang for your buck and growth. But then our full audits, yeah, they take a, a real lot of time and look at every single one of the 200 ranking factors. Awesome. Awesome. 
And uh, what other services are you, are you offering your clients? I know you said some part some part of uh, you know the front end web ex web SEO um, content and and stuff like that. What's your what's the specific stuff that you're offering there as well? One thing that we've uh, really grown in with in the last year, and I, I'm really surprised it took us so long to uh, reach this connection. That a lot of people have a website and you don't even know why you have a website. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what's what's the point? What are you trying to do? And you know, especially if you're like a local plumber, right? You're you're out on a job. You someone comes to your website. Well, you're not there to answer them. You're quite often not there to even answer your phone. You know, right. For emergency toilet repair, mm-hmm. they give you a call. Well, you're out on a job and they're not answering your phone, so they call someone else and get an appointment. So we've started providing chat support. So you know, if people go to your Facebook page or your website, we can book in. So have have uh, you and say, oh, sure, no worries. You need your toilet fix? Well, Steve's free Tuesday afternoon. Here you go. Lock you in for 2 o'clock. Boom. You know, and so then Steve can call and change the appointment if he needs to. But, you know, it gets such a better conversion rate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, chat. chat. I, I worked uh, for a university, and uh, we, we created a, a paid, a paid acquisition uh, model where we were, you know, basically a lead. We called it a lead to student life cycle. And when it, once we implemented so, – so, Sorry, there's some phone ringing. Oh, you're good. Can I can I just be? A yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your time. Ah. Oh, you're good. No worries. I'm sorry about that. I'm not in my <laughs> usual office. I'm in the Philippines office, so I don't have a quiet room. I have all the dev guys out of there. Oh, office. that's funny. <laughs> all their shit is still around. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. You're good. Uh, it makes it more of a of a of a human interaction if there's interruptions, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, what I was saying is, uh, as soon as we, we, we used snap engage and, uh, we just, you know, started picking, you know, a couple of, couple of hours that are most trafficked times and then popping up to say, you know, how can we help answer any questions and, and increased our, our, our signup, uh, to receive information packets by like 40% or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was great. Um, but during those peak hours was, was, was really key. Again, that even interaction of where people, I mean, it's it's great if you can do it yourself because mm-hmm. you can really see what your customers are doing on your website. Like uh, tools like live chat, mm-hmm. you, know, you can see where they are in real time. Oh, they go from this page to that page. He's looking at this product and you can see if they go back, well, maybe that product page does, isn't descriptive enough. Or, right. And they start asking questions about something. You go, well, maybe I should have that on that page. You know, it's, it's great to get user feedback and, yeah, conversions go through the roof. So, what do you think is the is the most common no no that you find clients doing? That maybe you know somebody watching this who maybe you know is trying to work on their SEO might might come across and can learn from you. Uh, with SEO, I would just focus on good content. Mm-hmm. I mean, surely you're an expert in whatever field you're in, so you should be able to write some nice stuff about your, you know about what you do. I mean, try and try and learn how to write. It is a skill and it's hard, but it's it's worth doing and it shows that you're a professional and you know everything about how to fix a toilet or whatever the heck you right. do, you know? It's like, show them that you are the expert. And, you know, they, they know they're already searching for a problem and you solve that problem. All you need to do is prove to them that you are the expert. You know, people don't, you, you know, like oh, I'm getting a, a builder to build some stuff at the moment. I have no idea about building. 
but sure. you talk to different builders and some of them give you confidence that you go, yeah, he's good. He knows what he's talking mm-hmm. about. And the others are like, oh, maybe this, maybe that. And you're like, well, I, I don't want to work with you, you know? Sure. So as long as you come across as the expert, make people feel confident that you are the expert, then boom, it's yeah, pretty easy to make this out. Yeah, that's great advice. I, I, I try to tell people, um, if you're not creating a, some piece of content once a week, whether that's, you know, awesome photos uh, or just writing, you know, I mean, a blog post can be 500 words. If you just write mm-hmm. something every week, it, it really improves your ability to, uh, you know, produce content. Um, and I saw, on, on that note, though, I, I saw a really nice statistic that we try and follow. It's like, you know, the 90-10 rule, you should sure. spend 10% of your time making content and 90% of your time getting it out there, mm-hmm. like getting it on social media, speaking sure. with other people. Because, you know, like if you – it was someone, uh, Neil Patel. Mm-hmm. He, I when, love when Neil. He, I, yeah. Back when he first had his website, he just kept pumping out content. <clears> it was really huge, but there was no links to it, no outreach, and mm-hmm. so no one was reading it, and it was – uh, he was getting less traffic. And when he condensed his content, like stripped out things that were kind of similar, you know, three one redirect things to the other pages so you have better silos and then spent more time on getting his content seen, mm-hmm. then that's when he started becoming a real authority and expert. Yeah. Yeah, Neil's great. I seriously, I think I read probably everything that he he, he puts out. <laughs> I, I, yeah, interview, yeah. I interviewed him too, which was great. That was, that was a good oh, conversation. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's he's real smart. My uncle worked with his brother, um, but yeah, I think yeah, figuring out uh, how to. I, I like when people say, "Well, you know, how are we going to market this?" I like saying, "Okay, well, how are you how are you going to measure it? And how you how are you going to promote it? Now, what are you going to write about?" You know, yeah. I think that's a good that that is a good approach uh, to think about. Uh, Chris, what are your favorite uh, marketing tools? If you uh, just go with three. Uh, I like talking to people really. Like, uh, I think that's the best tool. tool. You know, I mean, if you can, any, like we, so we, we really started out with a lot of, um, outreach. So we'd try and find SEO companies. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, uh, well, SEO companies get hounded all the time by people in India and whatnot. Sure. Yeah. It's hard to differentiate yourselves. And so we, we were always trying to, and, and uh, as soon as you can get someone on the phone, I can have a nice conversation with them and ask them the right questions, find out what they need and find out how we can best service them. And it works great. But uh, now we certainly, as we've grown and we have a lot more resources, we do sure. spend a lot more time building good content, getting that out there, working with other people. Like, you know, we've got an influencers section on our website where we get other SEOs to uh, write articles about what they're working on and you know whatever the latest trends are in their niche and post on our website you know and building those sort of relationships is great mm-hmm. and, you know it builds your visibility helps them out too and but yeah i i think this communication is the best marketing tool <laughs> yeah absolutely i i 110% agree i feel like a lot of times it's it's almost too text-based nowadays almost too much email and not enough you know stuff like this is a face-to-face um just pick up the phone or just skype somebody just talk to me for a little bit i think that's the best way to connect and really gauge a person because you can you can you can gauge people's body language through skype almost nowadays i mean yeah it's certainly a a lot lot easier mm -hmm. 
mean, I, I can even, like, because we've got two offices, uh, I can even find that dealing with staff in the other office, I can lose that personal touch and start yep. getting angry with them because they just kind of feel like machines and not mm-hmm. people anymore, you know? And so you're like, yeah, absolutely. You want to go and see them and, and remember that oh, they're a human being with feelings and, you know, talk to them nicely. Yeah, <laughs> same seriously. Same customers. Um, so I, I was, I was looking at your website and what's with the girl eating. So if, if you haven't gone to, to their website yet, uh, there is a very interesting home screen and it really caught my eye and I think it's really unique. So it's a, it's a girl eating a cupcake and I can't really tell what, what, why that is. <laughs> it doesn't seem to have anything to do with yeah, the call to action, but it got my attention. Yeah. So our website, Art or SEO, A-R-D-O-R, is a, yeah, it's, have you taken it too? And it's got this uh, mischievous looking lady stuffing a big cupcake in her mouth and it <laughs> just gets your attention. <laughs> yeah, it's so memorable. It is, is one of the, one of the best uh, home screens I've ever seen. I just, uh, I'm never going to forget it. My girlfriend, I was, I was researching it and she's like, what are you, what are you looking at? Cause I was just like in the, in my screen for a while. It's just this girl eating a piece of cake. I was like, Oh, <laughs> so it was very memorable. I like that. Uh, I like that awesome. tactic. That is doing its job. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if you, if you want to leave, uh, leave the audience with uh, any other piece of advice that you might have or uh, any other insights about SEO, open, open book, go ahead. business advice that I'd give people is to not be in a hurry and focus on quality. I think uh, at one point we kind of lost our way in the middle there somewhere. We mean we'd grown well and then we were focused too much on growth rather than product development and our Mm. customers. And when we skewed back to not really caring about growth, but more caring about our customers and making sure that we're providing good service and, the, the key rather than growth and we actually started growing faster again and so don't get too ahead of yourself and all i uh, need to grow 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 it's not the not the be all and end all slow down to, to speed up almost yeah and enjoy the journey and see, <laughs> see that seems to be a, a a reoccurring thing with the company i'm working for it's a it's onyx maps it's a it's a, a company that provides very detailed mapping and public and private land data for hunters and then also mapping data for hikers and bikers and 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 that demographic. And man, we're growing so fast that sometimes we have to take a step back and really think, whoa, 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 whoa. We have to we have to slow down to really get get exactly down what we're what we're doing, what are our key values and what are we really working for? Because it's really you're right, it's hard it's easy to lose that in that speed of growth. Awesome. Yeah. Hey Chris, this was a great conversation. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, and, and get offline and uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, awesome. Well, hey, enjoy the Philippines and enjoy the success, man. Cool, Ryan. Yeah, we'll talk to well, you thank soon. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, bye, Chris. Bye bye.